Hi, this is Zoe. You're listening to Educators to Educators podcast. This is episode number 33, Resume Tips and Tricks. Hi, everyone. It's Carrie Conover. Welcome to the podcast. You may notice that we have two new things on the podcast this week. First of all, we have new cover art. We switched our cover art up, and so hopefully you found us okay. And number two, we have a special guest introing the podcast today. I have Zoe with me. Welcome to the podcast, Zoe. Hi. (laughs) Zoe is a special guest just today to intro the podcast, and we want to quickly tell you why Zoe made it to Educators to Educators podcast. So first of all, Zoe, how old are you? I am 11 years old. 11 years old. What grade are you in? I'm in sixth grade. Oh, good old sixth grade. What's your favorite subject at school? Probably science. Science. That away. Got to get those girls in STEM and in science. I love it. So, Zoe, can you tell everyone, how did you end up introing my podcast? Do you remember? Um, well, we were at a party, and you said that if I tried five new foods, then I could do the intro to your podcast. Yes. Your mom and you were telling me that... You're a little bit of a picky eater, which is okay when you're younger, that happens. And so you and I were brainstorming like ways we could get you to try new foods. And so I said, and Zoe's very animated and very articulate, so I was like, Zoe, if you try five new foods by my 41st birthday, I will let you be the, do the introduction of my podcast. So did you try your five new foods? Yeah. You did. Okay, so do you want to share just a couple of new foods that you tried? Um... One of them was quinoa. How did you feel about it? I didn't like it. Okay, but you tried it, so there you go. What else did you try? I think I tried calamari. Yeah, how'd you like that? I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You don't have to like everything, but I'm glad you gave a couple of things a new try. That's awesome. Um, And I'm super excited that you were here today to intro Educators to Educators podcast what do you think you want to be when you grow up? I know you have a lot of time to think about it. Um, I really like animals, so I would want to be a vet. Ooh, a vet. I like those big dreams. Well, thanks for being on the Educators to Educators podcast and giving us a really good introduction today. Thank you. You're welcome. If you're a new listener, welcome to the E2E family and everyone else, welcome back. These few months here at the beginning of 2019, we are focusing on all things career, careers for teachers. If you haven't heard, March 22nd is the start of our E2E Teacher Career Conference co-hosted by Jessica Martin from The Whimsical Teacher. We're going to talk all things like getting your first teaching job, becoming a teacher entrepreneur, Uh, writing a resume. We're going to have a resume writing workshop. We are going to talk about all different types of careers at education companies. We're going to talk about getting your national boards or more education. I mean, there's just so much good content for this conference. If you'd like to get a ticket, head over to educatorstoeducators.com. I'm also really keeping a career focus in our podcast for these first few months of the year. So we're going to talk a lot of things about career. So if you are looking for a new job or maybe you want to switch to a new school for the next year or kind of step out of your comfort zone and apply for a few new jobs, I wanted to spend a couple of episodes talking about cover letters. So we talked about that in episode 32. Today we're going to talk about resume tips and tricks. 
So in later episodes, we're going to talk about getting your first phone screen and what that's going to look like and in-person interviews. So if you are interested in learning more about the interview process, whether you're looking for a new teaching job or to exit the classroom, we have something to help you. Check out all that information over at educatorstoeducators.com. Again, my microphone still messed up. I know my sound quality isn't as great as normal. Hang in there. This should be the last episode of me without my professional podcasting mic. I appreciate your patience. We're going to keep this episode also quick and short. I've just looked at a lot of resumes and done a lot of interviews of teachers and people in sales and customer success. And so I just want to share out some tips with you if you are a teacher getting ready to put together a resume. So first of all, if you are trying to get a new teaching job or a job in sales or customer success at a company, know that the person that's hiring called the hiring manager is looking at a lot of resumes. So your resume needs to stand out. And research shows that when hiring managers are looking at resumes, they don't spend that much time looking at the resume. Guess how many, guess how much time the average hiring manager spends looking at a resume. Guess, say it out loud, wherever you are, how long? Research says five to six seconds. Five to six seconds. So guess what that means? Your format of your resume matters. When you have a hiring manager looking at your resume, they are burning energy and calories looking at that resume and thinking through it. You want them to have to have very little effort or burn very little calories looking at your resume. So they should be able to read through it and figure out who you are and what your experience is and what you want in five to six seconds. So make sure you use really great font size, that you use really your bolding and italics and underlining appropriately. You want to make sure that that hiring manager can go, boom, this is this person's name. Boom, this is what this person wants. Boom, they've done this. Boom, they've done that. Boom, they've done that. Here's where they went to school. I mean, it needs to be that fast. So my first tip is, my first tip is format your resume well. Go to friends and family and give them, give them your resume. Maybe give them 10 seconds to look at it and then take it away and say, what were the things that you noticed on my resume? What stood out to them? My next tip is around teachers that have a lot of experience. So be careful, especially if you've held a couple of different positions within your school or you've chaired different departments, that your resume doesn't get super, super clouded. Uh, You don't need to tell us every effective thing that you've done in your classroom. Make it a highlight reel of all the amazing things you've done. So instead of clouding it with a bunch of words and context and all these things you've done, I want you to think about big ideas and can you show the cause and effect relationships. So companies want to see that you use data and that you use data to inform your decision making. They want to see that. So can you say, I led the science committee, which saw a result of after school science activity engagement go up by 59%. I'm making this up. But what can you say that you did and what was the cause and effect? How did you make it better? And if you can show data that you helped improve something, wow, that can be extremely impactful. And it's a great thing to bring up and talk about in your interviews, which we will talk about interviewing in a later episode. 
So make sure that all, everything that you put on your resume, that you're, if you're putting things in to like beef up your resume, maybe you've been a teacher at the same school forever. And so you're really looking things to kind of beef up your resume and show your experience. Don't just tell us like, oh, I made, you know, I made a STEM committee and I led it. Well, what was the cause and effect of you taking that action? So my third tip is around one or two pages. So I get this question a lot. Is it okay for me to have two pages? Yes. In this day and age, it is okay that you have two pages, but this goes back to my first point that it needs to be formatted so well that it is easy to read. And if you have two pages, make sure that everything's on there is really relevant to the job that you are applying for. A lot of people ask me, there's more contemporary kind of fun layouts of resumes. And I'm totally fine with that. And as a matter of fact, I've had some of those resumes that come through that have like infographics and things. I've seen quite a few of them in my stack. Do they stand out to me? Yes, they do. I definitely take a little bit longer looking at those resumes and they're very cool and they show that you're innovative. But if my brain has to work really hard to figure out anything on that resume, I, I don't, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to put it to the side. So if you go for a more contemporary kind of fun, like I like to call it the millennial resume, where you use infographics and data and make it kind of colorful and cool, awesome. It will make you stand out, but you have to make sure that in five or six seconds, I can scan your resume and figure out and know exactly who you are. So this goes back to what I talked about in the cover letter session that I did, the three tips and tricks in episode 32. It's on your resume. You need to be very, very, very clear about who you are and what you want. What do you want? What do you want as a job? What do you want to be doing with your life? And those things need to align to the job you are applying for. It's that simple. So if you're feeling overwhelmed about writing a cover letter and writing a resume, my suggestion would be have someone do it for you. There are professional resume writers everywhere. Find one, hire them, spend the money and have them do it. Have them write that cover letter and resume for you so that you have it and start applying for jobs. Don't be scared. You know, but sometimes people are like, well, I'm not really sure I want to leave, you know, this year or next. Apply for a job and see if you can get an interview and see what happens with it. Get the practice of interviewing. There is a reason that people get nervous before interviews because interviewing is tough and it is a, a skill that we need to practice more. I said, I let a little secret out during the Teacher New Year reboot conference. I went on Facebook Live and I was telling everyone, since I was 15 years old and interviewed for my first job, I have gotten every, I've gotten a job offer for every single job I've interviewed for except one. So I'm pretty proud of that. And um, I think that the one job I didn't get, I don't think I know that job was not a good fit for me. It was right when I was exiting the classroom. It was the first time I interviewed for a job. And it was for this company, VTech, that makes cho toys for kids. And it was a project management job. And um, I was up against a lot of great talent. And I made it to the final two candidates for this job posting. And I knew going in to that final interview that I didn't want that job. I didn't want it. It was in a atmosphere. I had to be basically in a office from 8.30 to 5.30 every day. It was too far from my house. The work was super interesting. I liked the people, but that kind of work atmosphere just wasn't for me. But I got to the final 
interview, I had to do this huge presentation. And when the HR person came in, I basically said, like, I don't think this is a good fit for me. And I just don't think this is the right fit. I told her straight up the reasons why, and they weren't willing to be flexible on some of the things that I needed them to be flexible on. So I told her that, and she said, well, my COO or the chief operating officer would like to come talk to you before you leave. So in comes this you know, chief operating officer and he sits down and he's like, I have to tell you, I had to come in here and meet you because I looked at your resume and I said, I can't believe this woman made it all the way to the final two. And he's like, you've been a teacher for 10 years. And he's like, my wife's a teacher. Like I needed to meet you. I wanted to know how with this experience that doesn't necessarily match up to the experience of the person we want for this job, how you made it to the final two. And like, I could have been a little insulted by that, but I took it as a huge, huge compliment. And that is the only job I have never gotten an offer for. So I'm, I'm saying this to tell you, like, I've been there. I've been on that side of interviewing. I can help you nail it through these tips and tricks. We're going to talk about that in episodes coming up, but we also talk about that in the E2E Teacher Career Conference coming up March 22nd and in some of my courses. So if you're interested in learning more, head over to educatorstoeducators.com. All right, so that's it for my tips and tricks for resumes. Just remember, people look at your resume for an average of five to six seconds, so be clear on your resume. Remember that your teaching experience is really important, but to put data and cause and effect behind it. And finally, make sure that if you go to two pages on your resume, that everything you're putting on there is super, super relevant, and the layout is easy to read if you do a more contemporary or fun layout. All right, that's it. Until next time, my friends, keep on teaching on.